Garage Brewing, Marshmallow, Milk Stout, Trick Daddy, White Rice, Black Beans, Fried Pork. the podcast we are back at it another week another episode i am your host old head ed thank you for so much for joining us uh we're recording we're recording in the the beautiful wonderful area of winter garden in florida we kind of taking a field trip with the podcast uh before we get into this week's guest i just like to remind everybody that it's going down this sunday december 13th at 6 30 p.m kendall versus hialeah the battle of the hoods um, it's a WVCC, WDDH, uh, one-on-one, and they're bringing their neighborhoods with them. So I guess that wouldn't be a one-on-one, but, but y'all know what I mean. It's a SFMG put together, presented, produced, production. Uh, we got Orion representing Hialeah, 20 of his favorite Hialeah tracks, and then we got H representing Kendall, or what they call the K which they say is fully loaded, and he's got 20 of his favorite Kendall tracks, and they're going to go back and forth versus style. Um, hosting duties are going to be left up to the, the peoples, my homeboys, my fam from Human Sushi, and myself. Uh, we're going to try to kind of navigate the, uh, the waters while these two heavyweight MCs go at it with their music selections. If anybody knows, this, it's been getting heated. There's a lot of back and forth. Just follow the Kendall VZ Hialeah hashtag. If you're if you're not up to date and you want to check this out, just look up Kendall K E N D A L L V Z Hialeah, which is H I A L E A H. Or check the description notes; it'll be there. Put that tag into IG, and it'll bring you up to date with all the back and forth, the rebuttals, the the verses, the all that stuff. Um, and tune in uh, on the WVCC Twitch app, the, on the Twitch app, on the live stream of WVCC. I should have had this written down, but with no further ado, you guys will get the message. All the information will be in the description notes. But we're going to get into today's guest. Uh, this is going to be one of those family episodes. I'm talking about bringing family in, people I grew up with, uh, people I've seen grow up. And he's no different than those people. He's a, he's a, a nurse, an ER nurse, and he's, he's got some stories. He might, he might have even met Michael Jackson at one point. Let's see if we can get into that. But uh, I'm talking about none other than Ronald Jimenez, young cousin. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Yeah. Yo, Good. thank you so much for inviting us into the house, into yes, the sir. Into, yes, sir. into the hacienda. Of course, um, always. It's Welcome. Been a, it's been a dope trip. Um, we got a couple other people involved too, and um, and yeah, man. Uh, what's what's going on with you? Just surviving, man. Just you know. Working, uh, watching these kids grow, you know, moving my feet so they can eat, I guess, you know. <laughs> I like that. I like that. that you know, we got to put that on a shirt. <laughs> so nursing, I mean, I saw you grow up 
um, and uh, and and you found yourself in the in the nursing field. Uh, decided to go to school for that. Uh, pushed yes. through, made it through. I'm sure through perseverance, perseverance and determination, you got to where you're at now. Yes. And now the nursing field has taken you to s- several areas, different locations, and you've experienced several things. I know this because every once in a while, um, you've shared some of these images with us, and 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 I, I realize that that's not the field for me because I can't I can't stomach some of those images. Yes. But uh, yes. but uh, what what drew you initially to just Moving that, making that part of your path in life. So, um, everybody who like knows me from a kid, you know, knows that wasn't really what I was doing, you know. Um, however, I was, you know, coming out of high school, and I realized that um, I had to figure something out, and I knew I wanted to do something fast, but I wanted to do something that I was going to be able to get a job, and make some decent money. Um, so I was just kind of funneling through ideas. Um, you know, I had a lot of, always kind of wanted to be an engineer. My dad was an engineer. and uh, But realized I didn't like math. And mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't know how, you know, I didn't know if I was going to be successful in there. Mm-hmm. And I definitely wanted to do something that I was going to be able to, uh, to uh, finish yeah. and complete. So, um, I had a friend, Hector. Um, Shouts to Hector. Shout out to Hector, who uh, was um, a lot smarter than me and already knew that he was going to go into nursing. He spoke to me about it. I looked into it, and I said, well, you know what? It seems like something I can get into and um, get a job quickly and make decent money, so... uh, you know what, I'll give this a shot. And then um, it's crazy because then after that, it, it just seemed like, I guess, everybody was doing it. Like, everybody was becoming a nurse, which I didn't know. And yeah. then I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm doing something right. So uh, we went into it, you know, and it just happened like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, early on the, the early on in your, in your nursing, you started off South Florida. You were working in South Florida yes. for nursing. And then you find yourself traveling. What was the next uh, location? Was that California after that? Yeah, so um, I did nursing in, uh, in, in Miami, okay. which uh, is you know, where I was born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Hialeah, by yeah. the way. Okay. Um, oh, we got, we got, <laughs> yo, oh, we got, a, we got some Team Hialeah here, all right? All right. So, um, yeah, so I, I worked at Jackson Memorial Hospital, which is the big the big boy down here. Well, it's a big boy actually across the nation, but um, big hospital, county hospital down in Miami, uh, very specialized hospital where I got tons of experience. I was able to, you know, um, see you know some of the craziest things that you know somebody can even mm. imagine. Um, you know, like we used to like to say then was, you know, I, you know, we've seen your nightmares, you know, which is, which is real, you know, mm. everything that, uh, you can imagine, you know, we've pretty much seen it. Um, unfortunately, you know, yeah. it's, it's happening in Miami, you yeah. know, that's where it's going down. Um, we actually used to train the, not used to train the Jackson Memorial still trains the U S army. Wow. Our our army, our nation's army, comes to Jackson Memorial Hospital 
to train before they get deployed to Afghanistan okay. for combat. Got you. And the, the medical team. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, you're referring to the medics. The yeah, medics, yeah. the doctors, they come, and when they would come, they would come fully loaded. So they would bring their doctors, their whole Everybody, team, the, the whole and they would take over the trauma center. Wow. Um, and it's crazy because they would say, because we had repeaters that, you know, this is their second, third time being deployed. And sometimes they would say, you would hear these guys say, we saw more trauma here at Jackson wow. than we did in Afghanistan. You know? Wow. wow. So, and this is overseen by the hospital staff, like the... Hospital staff trained the army staff. Got you. And then army staff kind of like, you know, yeah. you know went with the training. Got you, got you. So uh, wow. that was one of the very neat things that uh, Jackson yeah. offered that I was able to kind of do at Jackson. So... I always recommend, I mean, if you're in the area, um, you know, and you're a new nurse, you know, Jackson is, if any hospital I'm going to recommend, number one, Jackson. Mm. Yeah. That's a serious proven ground. Yes, sir. Especially if you, if, especially mm. if you want to excel uh, in, in, this, in, the, in the trade or in, the, in that career. Once you leave Jackson, you know. You can you can take care of anything. You gotcha. Know? Yeah. It's kind of like the New York of the United States. Like if you make it there, you can make it anywhere. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The, that, that line said it best. Okay. So so you've seen a lot there. You you you've uh, I guess you cut your teeth early on there. Yes. And then um, what? And then at some point you started traveling. Okay. Yes. So uh, one of the great things of being you know getting into the nursing field you know with a lot of job opportunities obviously it's you know. Uh, Recession proof um, because yeah. we need hospitals if, and if, we need, you know, if, if people are no better sick. term to the, I mean, if there's no better definition to the term essential, yeah, <laughs> there you it's, go. It's hospital staff, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the great things that I was able uh, to do with this career was do uh, travel nursing. Okay. Basically, you're a contractor, mm -hmm. um, you work with a company who will find jobs for you. And you pick the one you like. Um, they're usually at places that need help, mm -hmm. but they're all across the nation. Uh, but you can go from Hawaii to Alaska to California, Midwestern states, wherever you want to go. Yeah. You know, there's jobs everywhere, and uh, it's one of the nice things. So I was able to jump into that, and um, I got to. Uh, take my family. I actually took my whole family out to California and uh, we lived in California for a year. Um, so that was awesome. That was a great experience yeah. for not only me, but for my kids and wife. Yeah. 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 Now, during this time, you found yourself face-to-face uh, -face with what every American is dealing with. Not only every American, every person around the world is dealing with in some sort of way or another is the pandemic. That we, we you know we came we came into or came upon us came upon us it's kind of funny but uh, <laughs> that that we've encountered earlier in the year early late 2019 early yes. 2020 uh, well late 2019 when we first heard of it about a situation in China and then we found ourselves enduring this situation ourselves and you find yourself in California at this time wow. Yeah. Wow. Which is probably the closest side of the country to yes. where this thing is coming from. Run. <laughs> you ever heard that? Run. Honestly, that's how I felt at the moment. 
Um, so this, I mean, okay. So my question would be, my my first uh, question would be, uh, if um, you you've never dealt with anything like this, and I'm sure the people who have been there the longest probably haven't seen something like this in forever. So being that this is probably the first time in your young career that you encounter you encounter something of this magnitude. Um, What's the mind frame when you start hearing, hey, this thing is making its way this way? Um, so I knew that I would definitely have to face it. You know, mm-hmm. I knew that my days were numbered as far as when I would encounter it. It was just only a matter of time. Yeah. You know, it was it was coming the first uh, couple of cases we heard we found in Washington or we heard were in Washington. I mean, it was probably here way before that, but the, the first confirmed cases were yeah. Washington and then Northern California and, and it was just only a matter of time. So I, I knew it was coming um, and uh, you know, I believe in prayer and uh, yeah. you know, and I have faith and you know, I just kind of stuck to that and um I knew that you know when it would come, you know I would re- be ready to, uh, to you know, to face it. Do, or to, you to know, do what I had to do, uh, you know, as a nurse to to help the situation and yeah. to uh, you know take care of these patients. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, in all seriousness, this is something that it has taken out. It has unfortunately um, cut a lot of lives short. Um, so it's it's a serious matter. Um, and but at the same time, your first initial encounter with someone who was quote unquote had the, not quote unquote someone who was um, what's the term they say uh, who had, who had uh, contracted COVID COVID yeah positive COVID was, positive. walk us through that through that experience yeah so um, I were actually working the and and now I've left the realm of the emergency room so I live in I work in the cath lab where it's basically we take it's the area where they put stents in people's hearts and you know deal with people's um, people having you know cardiac issues and you know just like you know every other patients, COVID patients have heart issues. You know, mm-hmm. um, and they eventually start you know failing. You know, it's uh, they get admitted to the ICU and you know they end up with multi organ and you know things start going haywire. So, like I said, I, I knew it was just a matter of time. Um, and that, that day did come pretty quickly, actually. And um, it was, uh, you know, suit up and, you know, go get this, you know, your, this COVID patient. Um, you know, I'll say, you know, like I do all the time, you know, I said a couple of prayers, you know, I have faith. And, uh, you know, it's what I'm here to do so you know I um, this is what I signed up for so I gotta step up to the plate um, my mom and you know father and wife everybody you know was on board and you know I this is what I signed up to do and yeah. so you know I uh, so anyways yeah uh, you know I uh, jumped into my suit and um, got ready to uh, take care of this patient yeah. you know so uh, we as we were walking up it it, and somebody mentioned it earlier. It did feel like I was, you know, part of that movie scene in, um, <laughs> and like the in, and like um, any like most astronautical, astronautical yes, movies, movies, like the right stuff. Yes, or, you know, uh, what's that movie with uh, 
uh, the the one where they where they go to the where I know Bruce Willis. Yeah, uh, where, where they go to the the the. the the meteor, and then they they drill through the core yes, to put the explosives. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're walking through what there. What movie was that? I can't remember the name. Oh, of it now. dang! What movie? It's like uh, Steve Tyler's daughter was yes, in it. Yes, yes, exactly. I can tell you, everybody was in the movie. I can't remember the name of the damn movie. What is the name of the movie? <laughs> um, we need the. Where's that? The, What's that? The, the, the research and the development? <laughs> yeah, man. I still, bro. You know, to this day, uh, um, season season two, about 15 <laughs> episodes in, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on a second. Here comes somebody from the research and development department right now. Oh, here yep, you. Yep. Um, the movie what it is. where Bruce Willis, Ben Affleck... Uh, Steve I Buscemi. know there's people listening right now screaming. Yeah, the name the of the comments, movie. It's <laughs> going nuts. Armageddon. 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 Damn, <laughs> coming through in the clutch. Yeah. So that's, Armageddon. So, so that's, yes. Or Monsters Inc. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I uh, you know so we're we, suited up. We're suited up, and you're ready to make that walk. So we're walking. We're we're, we're doing the walk. We're going down to uh, pick up the patient, obviously on the COVID floor. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to the COVID floor, which it was that floor that you know, you know, you saw that number five on the elevator. Elevator, you know, mm. that was one bite you didn't want to hit, right? Got you. So uh, you know, as we get on the elevator, hit number five, <laughs> you know, get up there. And when you come out, you know, you know, uh, you see the doors and, you know, signs. Yeah, and, the you floor know, is prepped for that. For COVID patients, yes. So uh, we went to the door. Actually, the other nurse that I was with um, was like, hey, I'm going to go get the chart. And, uh, you know, and then I was like, okay. You so, know. so, so, so. Um, you were there to what, transport, to move the patient from one place to the other, or just check in on the patient? So we were there to bring this patient down to the cath lab okay. to do a procedure Got you, on got the you. So you were there yes. to yes. transport them from one location to, to the, the other. other. Yes. And then right as you're about to walk into this space where the patient is patiently waiting. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, dude, the nurse, your fellow nurse, My. practitioner, yes. is like, oh, by the way, yes. I, I, I got to go get that chart. Yes. Which leaves you in a place leaves where... Leaves me alone, um, you know, just kind of... Uh, Stepping into the unknown. Oh, no. Well, I stared <laughs> at him for a while as he walked down the hallway. And uh, I looked back at the door. And, um, you know, I just kind of thought, okay, well, here I go, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I said somewhat a little prayer or something yeah, yeah, before, I walked, before I stepped in. Yeah. And um, I forgot to mention... The Mexican lady that I was when I was walking down when we were walking down the hall, a Mexican uh, she was a environmental services cleaning, and uh, she saw us coming down and you know she knew what it was and um, she said uh, you know God bless you guys and God protect you guys thank you so much you know and wow. um, it was very uh, it was it was nice you know it was, yeah but at the same time it was kind of like. It, it, it kind of uh, do I want to be added, essential added <laughs> now how important is this essential title um, but you it know, added how... to the severity of the situation yes. now I, I mean before we go on I do have to say that now we, I mean we're, we're, you're, you're sharing this story with us now several months later 
where we're, we're a bit more aware of what's going on. We're under, we've learned a lot more about the pandemic. You're talking about like very beginning where the, the word was that you stand next to somebody, you're catching it. You know what I'm saying? If I told somebody at that point that I had taken care of a COVID patient, they probably wouldn't have even spoke to me for Got, too yeah, exactly. Long. They Got you. Been like, yeah. So I just want to let everybody yeah. make sure everybody understands that this is that's that's where we're at now. Yeah. So like oh, I said, and by the way, um, I just want to tell everybody, you know, back then, I'm sorry, I never told you guys, but you know, you guys are all okay, we're okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I did take care of a couple of patients, guys. <laughs> 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 we walked into the lion's den. <laughs> we gotta go get tested. But uh, so so you're about, so you're about to go in through this door and and for the first time, come face to face, suited up, but come face to face with your first uh, COVID case. Yes. Yeah. So um, I open the door. I'm the first one in um, because my boy um, was uh, getting the chart. <laughs> I didn't know if I was gonna see him again. By the way. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll come back. Um, so, anyways, I go in and you know my thought, you know, in my head, what I'm expecting is somebody to be gasping for air, coughing nonstop. You know, I figured I'd be ducking and dodging. Heavy respiratory issues. Yes, everything that comes yes. along with it. Um, and um, having basically, yeah, issues breathing. Um, but when I walk in there, I was uh, surprised. And, you know, that this person was sitting up, didn't have any oxygen. She was eating. <laughs> she, was, she was actually making jokes like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm eating my breakfast. You guys yeah. came to get me. Nobody told me this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's funny because, you know, it was kind of a funny moment. She laughed. I laughed. Yeah. Um, I was... Relieved, relieved to see that she was in no distress. Gotcha. Um, however, one thing that I did realize was this. Not only, you know, are these patients, you know, are we dealing with the COVID? But there's a lot more that we don't think of um, that people are dealing with, mm. which is people were, and, and she said this. Nobody since I've been here has came in here to talk to me or look at me. Wow. Check on me. I had no idea that I was going into this procedure because I have never seen a doctor since I've been here. Mm. It was the beginning stages. We didn't know much about it. Mm -hmm. And it was very evident that even the highest of professionals, her doctors, were somewhat unsure about the disease. Yeah. yeah. She said that uh, you know she spoke to her at the time the doctors were speaking to them the patients on the phone. Okay. So she said I had a doctor call me on the phone, but that was pretty much it. She's like I've been in this room. I don't see family. I don't see doctors. I don't mm-hmm. see anybody. So not only are they dealing with the stress of now having this new diagnosis. But also the stress of the psychological stress of not being able to communicate to anybody yeah. because they're marked. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're yeah. marked. So uh, yeah. that was uh, very. It was, you know, and she started to cry, and mm-hmm. you know that was a very sad part of uh, yeah. that visit. Um, 
she actually refused to refuse the procedure that day, so we didn't end up doing it on her because she was just very upset with the whole, the way she was being treated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, wow. Yeah, it was, it was, and uh, that's when that was my first like time that I witnessed in the hospital that, you know, you know, this is definitely going to be an issue. You mm. know, taking yeah. care of these patients taking you know care of them correctly meaning not only taking care of covid but you know having you know people need to see their family they need to talk to yeah. somebody they can't just be you know put so in a room like that. you know so not only was it a medical you know uh disease but definitely also mental you yeah know, uh, something that had effects beyond just the yes the symptoms um, it, it also had uh, an effect just uh, mentally, uh, socially with people. I mean, months on end, you'd hear mm-hmm. where people couldn't even visit family that were of a certain age, so on and so forth. You know, and these are people that are, you know, I'd say healthy. You know, right. someone who who is who's been diagnosed, it's even ten times worse. The, the I guess the set, the isolations. Yes, ten times that. Uh, yeah. It was definitely. Um, this is something new. I'm sure we've learned a lot uh, since February and since those early stages. And I hope we, you know, take these things and learn and and grow from it. I'm sure we will. Yeah. You know, as far as you know, as a people, as a group, as a nation. You know, because uh, we definitely in the beginning did things wrong. But uh, you know, and I can see now in our practices in the hospital that we've definitely learned. You made the yeah. corrections. Yeah, there was a uh, one time. Um, and I'm sure, and I'm not sure. I know this happened a lot in the beginning stages because, you know, we were so scared of everybody was so scared of you know this disease that we did not we were not too sure of. And there was a patient. He decompensated during the procedure. <clears throat> this guy wasn't here for COVID. He was here for a heart-related issue. Decompensated and started to go into. Uh, a situation where he needed to be he needed to be intubated mm. so when the team came to intubate him you know everybody wanted to know well what's the COVID status well you know we don't have a COVID status because this gentleman this patient came in in distress yeah right so you know we can't stop and wait for a COVID result yeah you know but then it was always like well and that was it you know, yeah. so so, do you do we go in and do we does everybody all eight of all risk. ten of us get COVID or do we save this guy's life? You know, so yeah. it was um, it was a very uh, kind of uh, hard thing to deal with at the time. Yeah. Um, and you know we were bagging this guy trying to get him oxygen, trying to just keep him alive, and the team was outside the door yeah. and they wouldn't come in yeah. and they said to come in we got to get the garb so mm. and you know um that takes time it's it, you know yeah it, it's all in those moments you know time is life you yeah know? yeah so the minutes go by and uh that was i'm sure a lot of people lost their life uh, wow. uh to covid that had no you know which had nothing to do. They were not COVID patients, you know. Yeah. But because of 
yeah. the situation. And that, yeah, and that's yeah. probably why a lot of times the numbers get skewed and whatnot. You, you can go out there and see all the people always share information about, no, the numbers, the numbers is. They say it's this, but it's not that. But yeah. But regardless, what we have found ourselves is is with something that we haven't dealt with before. And uh, we're trying to do our best to get through. Um, damn, it's yeah, man. I applaud you. This is where I'm gonna put in the extra applause sound, post production, and then thanking you again for your services. For yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not easy. Yeah. So now, now this is California. Now you find yourself back on this side of the country, and you're back, sort of back home. Three oh five. Sort of back home in, in the general vicinity. Back in my shit. <laughs> hey, well, who, is there a real lot of cursing? Oh, yeah, please oh, do, man. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> man, I, I, let me tell you. <laughs> California, I love California. Listen, California is a beautiful, beautiful state. I loved California. Um, and I went over there and really did it up. I bought, I got like four pairs of vans now. <laughs> um, you know. You, you made I, sure uh, you matched the criteria. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I definitely still kept it, you know, 305 because, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and it's funny because a lot of people are like, you're so, you know, you keep it Miami and I like that. <laughs> and because, you know. From Miami, baby. I'm from the Trail Five, man. Come on, man. Don't play with me. <laughs> um, so, uh, anyways, um, back. Yes, came back to the East Coast. Um, so, what to do? You know, with COVID, but more. You know, I, on on a personal note, I just wanted to be closer to my parents. Yeah. So, you know, I brought we the whole family. I kind of had to, like, pull everybody from California. Nobody wanted to come, <laughs> you know, but um, but we knew it was the best thing. Anyways, back in the 305, back yeah. in Miami, back in my shit. <laughs> you know, I was just, I needed to see a couple Chevys. I got you. <clears throat> yeah. I needed to eat some rice and beans and chicken and, you know, uh, and not that, you know, listen, not that the food Not, wasn't all put listen, in California. Listen, I, you know, I love Mexican food. Yeah. I love Mexican food. Which, which we'll get more into it in the East segment, but... I love Mexican food. Listen, big up to all the Mexicans, all my people. All my Mexican people. But, um, yo, there's nothing like home, man. And that's, you know, white rice, red beans, chicken, some platano. Like, I just want, you know, somebody dancing, like, some merengue and shit. (laughs) So... You want to see somebody dancing at the establishment that you're eating. Yes. And not Tootsies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And not Tootsies, man. Bro, well, I'm I'm glad you're back on this side, man. Thank you. And not only because of... uh, It it brings you back close to the family a lot. We have a lot of home base, a lot of home home team uh, out here. But on top of that... um, yeah, yeah, man. I guess we, we should. I mean, we should. It's a little premature, but let's get the drinks popping. Oh, now. am I? Oh, okay. no, no, no. We good. We good. No, you're good. Uh, yeah. Let, let me get a. I'll take a. Throw me a Yingling. Yeah. Um, boom. So we're glad that you're back on this side. The family. We got a lot of home base down here, spread throughout mostly the East Coast. I don't think we have a lot of family on the West Coast, if any. Not Nobody. Really. Nobody. Nobody. So you're back on this side of things, man. And when we're good, we're glad to see you. Um, and uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Ronald, bro, there's still a lot more episode to get to. Now we got to get into the beer, music, and food. Um, shouts to Gabe. Shouts to Ariel. Uh, we're all going to get involved with some drinks here. Um, y'all stay tuned. It's Bruce Beats and Eats. We got Ronald in the house. Yow. And we'll get back with y'all. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer.
Nisa Nisa podcast. We have reached the brew segment. Uh, this is the segment where my guest samples four different beers, gives us their thoughts on them, uh, shares some old beer memory, early beer memories, uh, maybe what they're drinking nowadays. And uh, when it's all said and done, we'll get a one through four real quick of what they like the most, what they like the least. Uh, Ronald's still here with us. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, we're making this happen. We got again. We got four beers in front of you. Away from all that professional stuff and on to the fun stuff. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah, early on, we take care of the of the official business, yes, and now we get into the uh, what people might call the uh, meat and potatoes. Yo. What what the podcast is named after? Uh, so let's start off with this brew with these brews. Um, this very first brew is from the Swamp Head Brewing Company. It is their Tropical Vibes. It's a mango guava wheat, and it clocks in at a 4.5% ABV, brewed here in Florida. Uh, we got we got crew with us. We got crew with us. We got Brother Gabe, Cousin Ariel. Y'all yeah, chilling, maintaining. Um, we're we're going to take this journey with you. For those who want to sample any of these, if you haven't sampled it before, uh, feel free. All right, sir. Pull up, pull that. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and we'll get into this. We'll get into this. So, Ronald, whenever you're ready. Yes, sir. Get to that first one. Uh, Just want to see that. Oh, wow. here. Yeah, thank you. Check it out. All right, here we go. Tropical vibes. It, feel, it tastes very citrusy to me. Mm -hmm. I don't really get a lot of the mango. Let me see. Hold on. Let me get another. Check the fragrance, though. Because early mm. on, like before I drank it, I do I, guava. I do smell the mango. You smell the mango. I, 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 I just don't. It, I, it tastes more citrusy to me. But mm. um, definitely refreshing. You know, maybe something to have on the beach. Got you. Um, you know, something uh, during the day. Yeah. At a barbecue. Okay. Um, Something where you're gonna be doing it for 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 a good minute, you know. Yes. You know how us, us Hispanics we get we get down, you know, Dominicano, Boricua, Cubano, we'll, we'll sit there and uh, we'll parlay and we'll we'll chill for a minute, especially if there's some some barbecue going on. Woo! Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, good. It's good. It's 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 light, like I said, refreshing. Something to drink while you are uh, at the beach, uh, outside barbecue. Yeah. Um, not too strong. Light. Yeah, yeah, it comes in at a 4.5, which is the lowest of the three here. Um, early beer memories. Uh, the first time you had a beer, uh, maybe the first time... Yeah, let's go with the first time you had a beer. Yeah. Um, the first time I had a beer, honestly, I don't remember what it was. It's was probably like an OE. Okay. Um, okay. I probably didn't drink it for the taste and didn't care about the taste. Yeah. Um, more for the effects than more for else. the yeah no, for shizzy <laughs> this dude right here was with me a lot oh, um, for that shout out to brother Gabe Bruce Nisa Nisa alumni thank you yes sir shout out to brother Gabe uh, but um yeah you know I'm gonna say it was probably like an OE or a 211 oh, wait, is, it two, is it 211 or 811 211 211 still reserve a still reserve you know 8% yeah. I believe right I think it comes, it's heavy. It's, it's up there. Yeah. I don't know exactly what, but it's definitely one of those malt liquors that before you get through that can, you're kind of feeling 
what it is that you were meant to feel. You know? Exactly. So um, those those are my early childhood. I uh, well, not I shouldn't say childhood. Not childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, let me let me say that. Not childhood. <laughs> yeah. Those are my early memories of uh, yeah, drinking beer with yeah. my boys. It was uh, you know probably some OE or something like around that area. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, like most of us, probably you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yes. yeah no, bro. This is the one show where everybody talks yeah. about. It's like, yeah. Is know. MD twenty twenty considered a beer? No, no, no. That's, that's a that's a uh, no. A, 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 it's a it's not even a wine. It's a, it's not a liquor either. It's kind of like a, a what? It's a, a it's a wine cooler. That's what it is. Uh, no, MD twenty twenty. No yeah, it's way. gotta be considered like a no wine. No way. Cooler. It's Any, not a liquor. A wine cooler? I think so. No. What a wine cooler oh. like a it's almost like a Yeah. Like a white claw is like a wine not even. It's an American fortified wine. Oh, okay. Wow. American fortified wine. I have part of that right now. Una yo. Hey. I was drinking, yo. I've always been like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I always felt high society. I, had like when I, drank a, that. I knew I had a fine taste when I when I picked up the MD twenty twenty and you know looked at the flavors. I knew I was just dealing with. You had a very uh, uh how do you say a very refined palate when it came to those. Well, let's put that palate to the test with this one here. Um, this one here is from the Cricket Can Brewing Company. It is their Cloud Chaser. It's a Hefeweizen. It comes in at a 5.3% ABV. And um, man, it's not only brewed in Florida, it's brewed right here in Winter Garden, you know, where we're posted up. Wow. I, I'm definitely interested in tasting this one. Okay. You know, I don't. I've never even heard of a Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen, yeah. Um, uh, I've heard of them before. Somebody's asked me what it is, it what is it, and I have no idea. I still haven't looked it up. But uh, overcast Wrangler. What the hell does that mean? That's probably some description they put. I just like that it's made here at, in Winter Garden. Yes. Um, so uh, we got an opportunity. Thank you again for pulling us. You know, for taking us to the uh, brewery um, after we pulled up. Um, I always make it a point to wherever I go, if I can, stop in at a place that's local just to check it out, say that I've been there, grab some stickers, and we did that. We accomplished all that, so. All right. Yeah, we did. Um, Anyway, we had a good time. Yeah, for sure. Let me taste this. All right, give that one a go. Bitter. It has a little bit of a bitter taste to it. I don't know if it's the, the, what what is it, the the bacteria they use or something? I mean, uh, this one to me, it has the, the look and feel of a lager, but then it sneaks in a little bit more of a... It's not so much a hoppy taste. Not the, the, bitter, the bitterness from the hop is not there. It has more of a malty taste. Like, it almost crosses into a little bit of the Belgian territory. Wow, I don't get that from that. No? I feel like it has that almost, like, crossing into bitter, the hoppy taste. Yeah? yeah. All right, well, keep that... I, I, that's, that's good, because I want you to keep that in mind. You know what? I'm done with this. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Bruce Easton, the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guests. <laughs> no. So keep that, keep that, um, that that flavor that that came to mind or that taste that came to mind. Keep that in mind because I'm interested to see what you think once we get to the last one, and then you come across what I consider bitter. But okay. nonetheless, nonetheless. So that one, it's a, it has a distinct taste. Maybe more bitter taste for you. That's how it, it hits you. Yes. Um, <clears throat> what's uh, what's something you're drinking nowadays? Um, 
Right now, uh, since I got back here uh, in California, mm-hmm. the breweries are big over there. Yeah. Um, I ran into this one brewery called Garage uh, okay. Brewing, and uh, I love their uh, marshmallow um, milk stout. Wow. Um, which was, uh, you know, milky. Yeah. Had a little marshmallow taste. You could definitely, you know, okay. taste that marshmallow wow. in there. And uh, it got you there. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It was, was, it a, a, was it a heavy, did it was like a heavier beer? Was it? It, it was It was definitely on the heavier yeah. side. Yeah, definitely. Um, but most stouts are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most exactly. stouts are, yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I've come across, uh, no, yeah, most stouts are. Kind of heavier. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of if there's one that's a little bit on the lighter tip that I've encountered that it's just easier to drink. But most of them, yeah, most of them are on the heavier on side. The heavier. I think I, that's why I like them. I, you know, yeah. I think when I when I drink it, I just I feel it go in there. I feel it sit in my stomach. And yeah. You know. You can probably feel accomplished because you're like, all right, I'm drinking this. I'm feeling like I've, I'm drinking a, a, a sturdy beer, and then I'm catching the effects of it as opposed to, like, just throwing back a bunch of Coors Lights. Yo, I'm Dominican, bro. Okay. And, um, you know. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if I'm not, I, I'm drinking to feel a little something. I want to, you know, that's a little merengue. I want to, yes. you know, I want to have a good time. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> Listen, don't That's get also childhood. <laughs> you know, don't get it twisted. You know, I like the tropical vibes and the mango, mango, guava, and wheat. Yeah, but I want to feel a little something. So I like yeah. that's why that's why I like the styles. Bro, hey, know. listen, man, yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> people don't believe it. Might not want to believe it, but um, a, a good beer will, will make you a hell of a dancer <laughs> in your own mind. In, in, your, in your own mind, absolutely right. In your own mind, <laughs> oh I can definitely. Agree with you on that 100% because I was. Uh, can't nobody tell you day. nothing. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yo, let's get into this third beer. Also from the Cricket Can Brewing Company, it's their Mixed Swaggers Only. It's an amber ale, clocks in at 6%, and I have a feeling that I've, I've, I've had this one on the show before, early, early on. I think I might have came across this one. But um, go ahead and give that one a try. Let me know what you think. Mick like Swagger's own. Mick Swagger's own. It says, where is my mouth on the rim of the can? Okay. What is that? What is that from? Where is my mouth? I've heard that before. I don't, is, that a, is that a freight made from a movie or something? Is that a quote from a movie? I don't know. We can check with research and development here. Mm-hmm. All no. Those <laughs> Wait, no. If you punch it, where's my mouth? On, on Google, you don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> I don't know. Porn. <laughs> but give that one a shot. Let me know what you think. I like it. Um, a little more body to it. I like it. Okay. Mmm. Um, it's body and mouth. <laughs> Where's my mouth? Where's my mouth? Um, last, time I heard, last time I heard that statement, it was an uh, yeah. X-rated setting. <clears throat> oh lord! Oh lord! You? Yeah. So don't Let's ask see. me for that. No, not at all. Um, I don't know what to say about it. It's, it's. I like a little darker beer. Okay. So, um, this embryo is nice. Gotcha. Nice, cha- nice change from the tropical, you know, stuff, the light stuff. Cool. Not bad. Uh, it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. It's drinkable. Mm-hmm. It definitely has a little bitter aftertaste, you know. Yeah. 
Um, more bitter I don't know than how the, much. More bitter than the Hefeweizen, right? Yeah, definitely more bitter than the... Okay. Hefe, I can't even pronounce that shit. Hefeweizen. It's, it's German for beer. <laughs> I just made that up. Nah, don't listen to me. Don't it's, listen to me. Dominicans say bueno. <laughs> bueno, let's get into this fourth and final beer. And this is also from the Cricket Can. We went heavy cricket, cricket Can. And the reason was because before that we tried another Swamp Head brewing uh, the Honey Cream Ale. Um, that was off. That was off record. Off record. It wasn't committed to tape. Um, <laughs> so we kind of went heavy on Cricket Can this time around. Uh, but this is nonetheless Crooked Cans Brewing's High Stepper. It is their IPA, and it clocks in at a seven percent. So this is the big dog. This is this is the one. Um, I'm gonna pour myself. I'm not an IPA fan, but I, I don't think you should go at this alone. And it's still early. I appreciate that. In the drinking process, so. Ariel? Oh yeah, it's definitely the IPA. Work, I'm still working on my yin yin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, there are multiple beers involved on that end of the table for oh. sure. So go ahead, give that one a shot. Oh, oh hold on. Is there a nurse in the house? <laughs> He's the one that's choking. <laughs> what happens when the nurse is the one that needs medical attention? Nurse Junior? Oh, man. <laughs> What you, what you, it brought to you to tears. Is, is, nah, no, you know what? I, I started choking. I was just kind of laughing as oh, I go okay. by. But um, definitely, you see, I can, I feel like I taste the same kind of bitterness. The bitterness that I, I tasted with this Hefeweizen and just uh, on another like level. Okay. But I feel you. like this was getting there. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> very... Uh, Bitter, you know, yeah, has off the hoppy. back has definitely has the hop. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I'm not a big fan of you know listen. these IPAs, but hey, uh, listen, this is a safe space. Uh, you could, <laughs> most yeah. People might most people might turn their nose up to the fact the fact that Ooh. people you know we poo poo and an IPA, <laughs> but bro, I'm not crazy about IPAs either. Oh, okay. Right, and I've yeah. had people look at me like the moment I say oh, I'm not really a big fan of IPA, and they're like, mm, like <laughs> their face changes. But uh, why? Not, why is that? Because I, I don't. Because I, I think IPA was the beer that. Oh, that the, why is that? People tell me. I want you. This comments. Is, comment. Leave a damn comment. I want to know why do people say. IPA is that look frowned upon? What that, if you don't like an IPA? Yeah, is that like a? I, I don't. I think it is. I think for the most part, like the early beer, the early beer drinkers, like in the Mesopotamian era, <laughs> the, the people early in the craft beer wave or the the movement, um, they decided to settle on IPAs for some reason, and that became like the staple. Oh, that's so. Why. And I think it, it, it could. You can't. No, it's horrible. Keep pouring. There's more in that can. <laughs> um, and I think, I'm, and I'm guessing here, and I could be corrected. I'm always willing to learn. Um, but I could, I could understand where maybe IPA was the beer that most brewing home brewers or small breweries or micro brews uh, got involved with first, as to present to you know to kind of show their hand in brewing. You know, or show what they could do with brewing. I think that's what it is. It's just because. What is a microbrewer? A microbrewer is like is someone who brews. I've, I've heard the term. In small. Excuse me. And I'm sure I've met a couple microbrewers. Yeah, you have. But I don't. Like, what it. Small is batches. It exactly. At home in the garage. 
or or just a, a they have a smaller setup. They can yeah, help in the garage, uh, uh, just a bit beyond the, like the very primitive, uh, primitive, you know, in a bucket aerating. It's now you have a little more equipment to do uh, stuff at home, so it's okay. micro brews. Yeah, cool. And I'm sure that there's some beer snob that's gonna be like, "You're wrong, Ed. You don't know what you're talking about." Come on the show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's your invite. Yes, that, that, that is your invite to yes. come on to Brews Beats. Yes. Oh, well, little thing about the IPA. Okay. Okay. So, according to uh, SummitLiquor.com, an IPA is a hoppy style of beer that has a higher alcohol content than other craft beers. An IPA was born because brewers needed to keep beer fresher. See, okay, that's questionable though, because I've said that on the podcast before. That supposedly the origins of the IPA was that. They added more of the hops in it so that the beer could um, make the voyage from, let's say, Europe to India or from England to India, wherever it was being brewed, to India. So it's the India Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. That, so that's, but I've come across, I've, and I have to go back and do some more research, but I've seen recently where people are like, yeah, that's, that's a misnomer. That's like, mm-hmm. that's something that's come, it's kind of like the whole alpha male thing. That people say alpha male, but the alpha male is just the, the, the father wolf that's taking care of the cubs. That's something I'm more to go. But anyway, so it's kind of like something that that kind of gathered enough momentum for people to think it's true. I wonder if that's like a Mandela effect thing. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so that's what the IPA, people think that it's, all right, that's what I thought for a while was a lot of hops so it can make the voyage to its destination and not lose its, its freshness. Its freshness. <clears throat> but um, that might have changed recently. Somebody might have uncovered something new. Who knows? What we do know is that this is the time where you get us, you give us the uh, one through four real quick. Um, your most favorite to your least favorite. Have at it, sir. Okay. Um, uh, sorry, I was laughing at my cousin. Over here. Yeah, for, for being so demonstrative with the bird. Um, That's going to be in the comments too. Anyway, so um, here we go. Tropical vibes. Mm-hmm. Do we go through one, through all of them and go yeah, through them like through, a rating? Yeah. Or just like, four. oh, one through four, like which one I like? Yeah, which is the best and which okay. is the least favorite. I'm going to say number one, I'm going to go with um, the Mixed Waggers. Okay. The Amber Ale. Um, yeah, it has a little bit more body to it, so I just kind of like you. a little, something a little heavier. Got you. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Tropical Vibes because... <laughs> I mean, do I have to say it? I mean, Dominican. I'm, I'm Dominican. I'm from Miami. So, like, yo, I mean, I like the tropical vibes. I mean, yeah, that's just captured, what it is. It encapsulates everything, right? Listen. In one beer. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to go with tropical vibes. I mean, it has, it's, it's nice light. Um, I like the little citrusy. You drink it outside. You mm-hmm. know, it has a little refreshing to it. So, uh, okay. I definitely with that. So, that's um, number two for me. Um, number three, I'm gonna go with Mr. Hyphen Weissen. Um, <laughs> the cloud chaser. Honestly, I'm not big on the on you know having too much hops, and you know I feel like it kind of leans over towards that way. So okay, um, the cloud chaser. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be number three for me. Okay. And number four is that high stepper. Uh, Here come the hot. No, that's the hot stepper. My bad. I was gonna say. <laughs> Yo, only high stepper. I'm not messing with that high stepper. Only high stepper I mess with is Matthew Stowe. Oh, <laughs> and my boy. Yo, Yo my boy. Yo. South Paul. Hey. What up, what up? Shout <laughs> to Matt. Yo. Um, anyways, but um, yeah, so that's going to be number four for me. It's a lot, lot of hops on that. Um, Got you. So, uh, not my style, but yeah. Okay, excellent. Hey, listen, I can't ask anything more of you. 
Well, I can. We could talk music and food, and we will. But uh, for the most part, you tried the beers, you gave us your thoughts, and you gave us the one through four. You did everything you were supposed to do. Let's get into this next segment. That's Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. We'll see you in the beach. Ew! Oh, now, now we're going to get sued from, from uh, Pitbull. Bruce Beats and Eats, the podcast, and we have reached the Beats portion. This is the portion of the podcast where we get to know our guests' musical tastes, um, what they come up, what they came up listening to, um, what was like something staple early on, what are they listening to nowadays, um, what their playlist might look like nowadays, um, the stuff that motivates them, I like it, you know, uh, so on and so forth. So. Ronald, let's start off in chronological order. Um, early on, the music that uh, that you came up listening to. So early on, uh, I definitely, I mean, I listened to what was popular in my, um, at that time, and that was definitely Snoop Dogg. Okay. Uh, Snoop Dogg was, I mean, we're talking about, you know, the Dog Style album, um, What's my name? Era. Yeah. Um, so I was definitely, you know, wearing my flannel shirts. Um, <laughs> I would have bought some Converse if I would have had some money. But... <laughs> and then it's funny because you know when I went to California, I was like, man, I was a Miami boy dressing in a flannel shirts. <laughs> and you know, I see them. You know, I see the Mexicans and you know uh, uh, the. African from over there, you know, just uh, African American blacks, whatever, um, you know, wearing um, their flannels, and and you know, I see, you know, that's you know their culture and stuff like that. It definitely wasn't the culture of Miami, no, for but sure. um, I definitely was rocking it then, you know, because yeah. I was with I was with the West Coast movement, so yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Was, I recall, I recall, we, yes, sir. We spent some time where we lived. Close, very close, practically in the same in the house, in the same house, not practically in the same residence. in the same uh, abode. Uh, yeah, and I remember, doggy style was a big staple for you. Yes, um, yeah, that's the I, I think in the most formative years when you're kind of going from uh, what uh, elementary to middle school or middle school to high school. No, elementary to middle school. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever's whatever's you hear on the radio kind of becomes the the yes the song of music of choice. Totally. And and then it it, it kind of did evolve a little bit from there, you know, Bone Thugs became big. I was listening to Bone yeah. Thugs. And it was cool because I could keep the same, you know, flannel shirts, and yeah. it was still, it was still cool. The uniform didn't change. Nah, man, I was still like, you know, <laughs> dope, dope. Um, going on from there, um, maybe later on in life. Uh, uh, okay, let's talk about just the the music that uh, that moves you. What's your playlist look like nowadays? What's the music that motivates? Um. <clears throat> Now I will say that I've opened up. I mean, what I used to listen to then, and what I was interested in then, is there. Obviously, we, you know, we grow and we become wiser, and mm-hmm. you know, our interests change. And um, my music playlist is so diverse. Mm. I mean, I can, you know, do a Nora Jones, okay. you know, some jazz, um, which I like to honestly listen to a lot. Okay. Um, most of the time in my car if I'm not like gang banging in my car 
Um, in the confines of your, of your yes, personal vehicle? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I either be, I'm either like listening to some jazz, um, you know, just something like soft, just, uh, you know, just relaxing. Yeah. Um, Do you feel that it helps with the, the profession you're in where it could get a little hectic and chaotic at times? That that type of music that that kind of sets. I think it helps me in life. Okay. Yeah. All right. I feel like, you know, uh, when I wake up in the morning, you know, I don't want to wake up and, you know, I don't want my heart going at. Uh, you gotcha. Know, at 115 miles an hour <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, let's let's you know let's turn it up little by little. So I like yeah. to like you know wake up and just, you know, listen you know put you know on the way to work maybe listen to some some jazz. Uh, uh, just something relaxing, you know. Um, uh, sometimes we, even, I even listen to like the nature sounds. So okay. you know, I keep it, you know, honestly. And then I can go to some Jason Aldean, which is you know some decent country music. Okay. Um, Kane Brown, man, he's been he's another like country singer that's bringing a little bit of hip hop into the country. Yeah. They biting the style? Yeah. No. <laughs> No, no, that's, that's the old head in me. Like, We're just oh. growing. We're just growing. Girl, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's just growth. Um, so, uh, you know, then, you know, and I could do that and then listen to. Man, why am I. I wait a minute. Give me one second. Hold on. Yeah. I am missing a big part of my playlist, which is salsa, merengue. Okay. I actually. Reggaeton, Dembo, yeah. like I listen to a lot of that stuff actually. Gotcha. Like um, El Alfa, Keyboard Crazy, um, these are you know Dominican reggaeton uh, uh, rapero artists, Dembo artists, um, um, Mesilla, you know, couple couple of different you know Spanish you know rap uh, artists that you know I listen to. And then I listen to my old school stuff that I grew up just on, you know, you know, being around my family, which mm-hmm. is uh, Sergio Valga, Juan Higuera. Um, I actually listen to that a lot. Yeah. Like most, of, uh, a lot of that, a lot of the time in my car, I'm listening to some kind of like Spanish music, something chill. And then don't get me wrong, sometimes I want to put the windows down and I'll listen to some Trick Daddy. Gotcha. You know. Um, you know, just I mentioned it before. I'm from Miami. I'm from Hialeah. Um, born and raised. Um, I represent, you know, where I'm from. You know, 305. So um, I ride with the city. So I'm gonna listen to Trick Daddy. I got Ross, um, Piccolo. If you guys know him, um, you know uh, Pitbull. You know, I know Pitbull is out there doing the big things now. Yeah, so he's yeah. kind of. And he's gonna sue the show because you made the you made the sound effect that I'm sure is trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but that's that's you know, and, and and I like that music because you know it's what we see down here. It's what I've seen. You know, it's yeah. You know, I see the Chevys, the gold teeth, and you know yeah. the wicks and 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 how people move out here, and that's yeah. just the culture. So I like to hear it in the music. I like to ride you know ride with it sometimes, and yeah. sometimes I like to like to listen to Norwood Jones, man. That's it. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? Something else that we've discussed is. Uh, something else you've seen down here, um, you encountered what most would consider an A-list celebrity. You had a uh, you had a brief yet memorable encounter <clears throat> with rest in peace, the king of pop. You yeah. Tell us about that experience. 
Man, I used to work at Champ Sports in Aventura Mall. Okay. And, uh, man, they came in one day, um, his security, and they were like, hey, we have a uh, celebrity that wants to come and visit the store. He's going to spend a lot of money. So, you know, I was asked if I wanted to stay, and I was, you know, definitely willing to make some extra money and, you know, see some celebrities or... So this celebrity kind of set it up where his... his his security team came in yes. during regular work hours yes. and said, listen, we have someone who's interested in coming in and making a couple purchases. This is something that uh, Champs at the time was willing to do after hours. Yes. Okay. So they, it was his his security. Yeah. Um, and they mentioned it was an alias celebrity. Yeah. So I knew it wasn't going to be Missy Elliott. You know, not that I don't like uh, super, super fly with yeah, stuff, yeah. but um, you know, I damn that sounded bad. But um, hey, listen, I can tell you for sure, Missy doesn't listen to this podcast. You're okay, good, all right. You're good. Go ahead with the Missy slander. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically, we uh, we were waiting, you know, we didn't know who it was, they were gonna come in. And, uh, you know, the whole day, you know, I'm thinking, like, oh, I wonder who this could be, you know. I, I A-list celebrity. I, honestly, I was thinking Madonna. Okay. Uh, John Cicada. I don't know. I was thinking about people in Yo, from John Miami. John Cicada used to be, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, Gloria Stefan, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, or, I, you know, Dan Marino. I don't know who I was just thinking of, like, local, you know, South Florida celebrities. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people visit South Florida, so I know it could be anybody. So um, then uh, we eventually got word that it was going to be the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson. Mm. Now, y'all, I've seen Michael Jackson in VHS recordings that my dad used to give me. And I remember people seeing Michael Jackson miles away, crying mm -hmm. on the floor, fainted. Yeah. You know, ambulance picking him up. I used to have dreams of me in a red leather jacket, jacket. with zippers. Yeah. You know, with like 15 girls around me. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I had the 15 girls, I just didn't have the red zipper jacket. <laughs> um... <laughs> Shout out to my wife. I love you, baby. <laughs> um, so, um, so, so you're anyway. kind of preparing yourself in a sense for like, yo, how am I going to react? How is this going to go down? This yeah. is someone who's had such an effect on people that that just because these people could be in the same area as him while he's performing, nowhere near him, but they still have, they're still overcome by this. This um, amount of emotion that causes them to either go and out, burst out in tears or even like pass out. Yes. So now, this so is, this is what's going through your head as you right. Exactly. I mean, I'm thinking of like, you know, wow, these people see this, you know, person in this, this light. person, you know, like so far away, and also like I've seen him. I mean, excuse me, I listened to his music. I yeah. grew up listening to my. Uh, I think we all did. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, and, uh, to, you know, to be, I knew that, you know, we're, I was going to be in this small space where Michael Jackson was just going to be walking around shopping. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's crazy because you're like, oh, yeah, he's a person. Yeah. But, I mean, Michael Jackson, y'all. I mean, come on. Don't play. Yeah. So, um, 
so yeah, so uh, you know, I'm waiting to see you know Michael Jackson come. I'm, I'm hearing all the the ruckus downstairs. I'm I'm hearing he's making his way up, you know, the the, the stairs, and um, I'm waiting to see him. All I could hear is the people. So reacting to him, reacting to him, you know, walking around or whatever. So um, it was supposed to be after hours. Apparently, he was going out of the, excuse me, coming into the mall as people were going out. Yeah. And everybody just, you know, saw him and went crazy. So, uh, anyways, uh, my first actual, he, so he was coming to the store. You know, in the front of the store, it's like glass. Yeah. Right. So the um, my first, so I'm waiting to see Michael Jackson. You know. And uh, I, I could just hear the crowd getting louder and louder. So, you know, it was obvious he was getting closer. Um, my first my first vision of Michael Jackson. So, basically, they had him pinned up against the, the front glass of the store. The, they had him pinned up. So, my first vision of Michael Jackson. And, oh... If you guys remember, there was an interview that Michael Jackson did, and it, it was actually it, it was a very popular interview. He did it with a British guy, okay, or like it was like in London, like some guy from London or something. I'm okay. not not too sure, um, but um, he had like a red shirt on. It was a red like shiny shirt, and he had like a crown. Um, it was it was like a little. Crown thing on the collar. Okay. You know how like some of the ca- like a pin in the countries they wear like the thing with the two ribbons. It, oh wait, okay, yeah, it's kind of all right. It's yeah, it's not a full blown tie, but it's kind of like a, a a jewel with a with the two strands coming. Not like not even yes, like a, exactly. I know what you're talking about. Yes, but it's not a kind of a bolo either because he's talking about there's just two little strips of fabric. If you guys know what it is, make yeah. the comment. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. So that interview. So if you look at that interview, um, he came in wearing exactly that. Got you. I don't know if that was the day that he did that interview, but when I saw that interview, it took me right back to that day when I saw him. Um, So he had that on and... um, my first vision of Michael Jackson. I thought when when I was gonna first see him that he was gonna be stepping, and the lights on the on the tile on the floor would light up, right? PG style. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe I would see him and he was gonna be doing the moonwalk into the backwards champs. into yeah. the champs, yes. you know. Or maybe like even floating, <laughs> okay. you know. Yeah. Um, but however, he was pinned up against the glass. <laughs> um, his back was facing me. Okay. And all I can see is just Michael Jackson's little cheeks on the, on the glass. Yes. And so some hair, some like artificial looking hair, man. And I was just like, okay. You know, uh, not, not the, the Michael Jackson I was, yeah. I wanted to just, you know. Not the most impressive first impression. Of Mike but, Jackson. So just to give the people a little more context, so... He's being mobbed by a crowd of people. He's trying to make his way into the store. He's got his back pinned to the glass at the front of the store. 
and in front of him, shielding him from the mob, is, uh, is a security guard. Yes. And they're kind of like inching their way. Inching. Inching. Towards the entrance. Inching. I mean, people are pulling. They're trying to get over these big six, <laughs> seven guard. dudes. That's bold. You know, That's they bold. there's like little 13-year-old girls trying to get in between the security <laughs> guard's <laughs> legs. Yeah, yeah. Trying to, to grab out, Michael to Jackson grab anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Um, yeah, so you know. I imagine they finally made their way. They make the their way. They, the gate opens up. Michael dips down under the gate. Under the gate, gets back up. I'm just fully looking at Michael Jackson, and um, I just want to hear him say something. Okay. I want to see is this, you know, is the voice that we hear? Well, that we come to know. Yes, Michael Jackson is. The, am I going to hear a? Hey, well, you know, what 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 the shoes at? You know, <laughs> that you know, <laughs> you know, and uh, so he opens up, and he goes, um, he walks over to the watch count, the watch uh, case. case, yeah, and he's like um, looking in there. His first, honestly, um, I forgot to mention, he came in with a family. He had a family with him. Okay. It was a uh, mom and dad. Yeah. And three boys. Okay. It was um, they were a Caucasian family, you know. Um, he came with them, and you know they were basically uh, what was told to us was that the any you know whatever they want, get it for them. You yeah. Know, it's on Michael Jackson, so mm-hmm. um, they were just. They were ba- Basically, imagine you know if, if you get a free. Uh, Basically, a, 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 shopping spree. A, a shopping spree. You know, that's what it was for them. So they were just, you know, getting all the shoes they wanted. You know, I mean, however, you know, they were like, you know, in tune. They wanted all the Nikes, the Jordans. Yeah, of course, of course. And uh, to be honest, I was like, you know, whatever shoe you want, put it here. You know, write your, your your size down. I was more interested in like seeing Michael Jackson. <laughs> they were pulling out my ankles, and I was like kicking the kids off. Like, wait a minute, hold on, let me shut like shut up. Hold on, hold on. Let me, give me a second here, you kid. <laughs> I'm trying to see what Michael Jackson is gonna say. So, um, that's a successful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and eventually, uh, so basically, Mike Jackson, he was looking at the watches. I remember it was the Oakley watch case. And I'm waiting just to hear him say something. And his first thing was, um, do these glow, do these glow, uh, do these watches glow in the dark? Listen, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think, you know, I think there was about four of us in the store. We were all waiting for that moment. Yeah. You know, I was on the shoe section. So, you know, I had that area covered. The guy was, there was another person in the clothes. There was a cashier. There was a, and we were all just kind of waiting to hear something. (laughs) Um, And when he, when that came out, you know. I mean, my jaw hit, hit the yeah. floor, man. Oh, by the way, um, 
he had this little piece of tape on his nose, like that was like it looked like it was coming off almost, yeah. right? Almost like you want something like you want to pull off, like like yeah. a, a like let me get that for you. Yeah, you exactly. You like you got something coming off here, but you know, obviously we know what you know Michael Jackson was going on. So I, you know, maybe you know you pull that off, and uh, then you, yeah, the whole yeah, no, nose come off. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, it was weird to see him, but um, so everybody like everybody had this collective like. Like gas, not gas, but everybody was waiting for the same thing at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So everybody in the store is waiting for the same. Yes, we're we're we're, we're all waiting to see. We we just want to uh, basically we want all confirm. We just want to taste of Michael. We want to hear. We want to see. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, we want to hear. We want to feel. Yeah. Um, we want to just. What? You want experience? Is this real? Yeah. Is this real? Are yeah. you real? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and and you you confirmed the first one because when he asked, "Do these watches glow?" Like he said it in that voice that everybody expected to hear. Yeah. The the voice that we all hear on TV. Yeah. You know, guys, if you're wondering if that is a real voice, that was Michael Jackson's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Everything he said was in that tone. Um, one thing that I have not mentioned is this whole time there is a there is a cage down basically that you know you you know that yeah the security, that fence the security when you walk into the mall trying to trying to get the shoes yeah you know before the mall closes yeah you're lined up and everybody's yeah. like. Uh, Fence is like halfway down, and you might not make it to the store. Um, that yeah, that was down. So um, everybody was—I mean, those, those people literally climbing on the fence, um, wow. trying to screaming. It was nonstop screaming. Gotcha. Um, Real quick know. before we get before we move forward, can you um, text research and development the, um, the the code to access? Yes, sir. Yeah. We got pizza on the way. We're actually going to eat on Bruce Beats and Eats. Please, for those of you who might be offended by the fact that there's going to be actual food here and there wasn't food when you came to visit the show, my apologies. That doesn't, that's not a, uh, how do you say, that's not an indicator of my relationship with you and how I feel about you just because there was no food here. But... We are going to have the opportunity to try some pizza from Winter Garden. Looking forward to it. I don't want to shout out this place just yet because I don't know exactly what we're going to get from it. Um, that is very true. And we have a whole eat segment to talk about it. So, <clears throat> but needless to say. <clears throat> but needless yeah, so, to say. Um, so, 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 yeah, the, the so roll up gate, the heavy roll up gate that everybody comes to gate. know when the store's not open. You're like, okay, so that's what he ducked under. That's what's keeping these, this mob of people out. Of the store. Well, hey, listen, and when I tell you a mop, you got I mean, you guys got you guys have no idea. Hmm. I mean, these are like, you know, I'm talking about like 13, 14 year old girls screaming. Mm, mm. Couple dudes were screaming too. <laughs> like 13 and 14 year old yeah. girls. <laughs> you know. I, yeah, you know, <laughs> a couple <laughs> Yeah, listen, Aventura Mall, so you already knew. Um, uh, everybody was in there just screaming. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I was just like trying to hear what Michael Jackson had to say. Yeah. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, just like, shut the fuck up. I can't. I'm trying to. I'm dude, trying to like, attend to this man's Mike, shopping needs. Yeah, listen. <laughs> dude, you want some, some J's? You know, we, we ain't got no, you know, some black penny loafers. I can, you know. <laughs> Whatever you need, brother. We got you. Um, Do you remember what shoe size he was? No, he didn't. No, because he didn't shoes. buy shoes. He didn't get any shoes. Okay, okay, okay. Um, however, I did see what shoes he was wearing. Okay. Because you know, obviously, if I was working at Transports, I was big into the shoes. Yeah. So first thing, you know, I said, "Hi, my name is Ron." I looked at your shoes, and I, then I kind of knew, you know, what, yeah. what, 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 what was your flow? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, Michael Jackson flow that day, at least, it was like some. Uh, black leather boots. Okay. Um, no laces. It was like a slip on. Probably, it probably had a zipper on the side. I got you. Got you. Know? Got you. And uh, they had a little scuff. They were scuffed up. Okay. You know, he probably moonwalked in them. Yeah. You know, yeah, a couple times. Uh, a couple times. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I gave him benefit of the doubt. I was like, oh, yeah, probably moonwalking. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, we hey, you know, we we all got to moonwalk a little bit, baby. I mean, you know, baby. Um, um, and yeah, and then he had that red, that red silky shirt with that. He had a. A, a yellow gold crown. I just, I always remember that gold crown. Yeah. He had it in that interview. Okay. It was an interview with a British. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna look for the the link on that interview, and I'm gonna put it in the description notes just so that people could click on it. Guys, that day was when he. If you look it up, I'm sure it's on Google. He yeah. rented out FAO Schwartz in Aventura Mall. Uh, that was that day. He came to to uh, wow okay, to, and he stayed with that family and FAO Schwartz. I know, sounds odd, but that I'm just saying that I'm yeah, stating yeah. the facts. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm stating the facts. Yeah. I know a lot of people are gonna say, "Oh, Michael Jackson, this and that." Yeah. Listen, I love Michael Jackson. I love his music. You know, everything else. Yeah. I'm not too sure about. I just like you know his music. Then correct. That was correct. it. Yeah. So legions of fans trying to get into the store. Uh, imagine pressing up against this gate, uh, trying to get in. Trying to get in. Yeah. So, <laughs> in Aventura Mall, for 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 those, I mean, Eddie, is your fan base South, South Florida? Florida? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we got some people in Germany. Shouts to y'all. Um, okay. You know, we worldwide. Yeah. But, you know, um, according to what the anchor uh, stats tell me, that there's people in other places. But but yeah, South Florida. So they understand. Okay. So Aventura Mall, basically, for those who don't live in South Florida. Aventura Mall is a very like uh, a very popular yeah. um, shopping mall establishment yeah. in in South Florida. You know, so it gets a lot of celebrities. Mm. If you go to South Florida and you need to go to the mall, and I'm sure you know if you're like a yeah, hip hop guy from New York, <clears throat> you know, or or from California, wherever you're from, yeah. You know, and you ask, you know, what's the big mall? They're going to say Aventura. Yeah. You know. Along with, you know, one of them, along with Bal Harbor. Bal also, Harbor. It's also a right. spot, you know what I'm saying? I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great, beautiful malls in South yeah, Florida. Yeah. But, but we're talking about something that has a little bougie-ness to it. Mm-hmm. You know, Aventura yeah. Mall does that. Unless yeah. you want to get, like, crazy bougie, yeah, yeah. you do, like, a Bal Harbor, Bal right? Harbor, yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff. We just ain't bougie enough. Yeah, right. to be... Um, be aware of it. <laughs> so exactly, we we stick to the Marshalls, baby. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, Marshalls cut the check. Let's get the sponsorship going. <laughs> I'm messing. Eddie's wearing a at Aliens shirt here, uh, Outcast, baby. And 
And I'm wearing something I bought at Target. So, <laughs> um, anyways, we real. So, Michael Jackson. Back to Michael Jackson. So Michael Jackson was. Um, he had that red shirt on. He had the crown. Mm-hmm. He had the, some black, you know, pants. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but um, the people were at the gate screaming. Um, and that gate is not meant to sustain, like, people climbing on it. Um, the security was at the gate. All three guys were trying to, you know, just crowd control. Yeah. And it was uh, definitely... I was worried for the gate, you know. I, I was <laughs> yeah. like, "That gate's gonna come down." Yeah. Um, and um, what I actually what I was saying before was that a lot of celebrities come to Aventura Mall. I have I've seen a lot of celebrities, a lot of sports stars, a lot of rappers, Little Wayne. Um, God, I mean, I can. The list is so long. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't even. A lot to remember. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, uh, Little Wayne was big because that was what uh, that was his prime. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he had like a big following. He had a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The whole Cash Money. Yeah. You know, ja Rule came through there when it was Ja Rule versus Fifty Cent. Yeah. So you can just club, imagine yeah. the amount of people following him too. Um, uh, but the Michael Jackson. But Michael Jackson, I mean, kind of really was the standout. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you that everybody who came through, everybody was okay for the most part. We did, there's definitely some celebrities, I won't mention the name, mm-hmm. um, that were like, you know, just very rude, at, you know, being rude to, you know, fans, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, your bread, you know, these are the people who make you money. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, yeah. To be honest, most of the celebrities that came in, like, nobody even recognized them. Unless you were, like, Lil Wayne. Yeah. Or, like, Baby. Yeah. You know, or, like, uh, you know, Puff Daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. otherwise you weren't really... You yeah, know, like, definitely had to be top, top tier. Right. The people, the amount of people that followed Michael Jackson in was crazy. It un- and the girls were screaming. Yeah. Screaming. And one of the things they kept screaming was... I love you, Mike, I love you. And I was like, I mean, there was this girl, I think she said it like 50,000 times in a row. <laughs> and, you know, now I can see like why these people get, you know, these celebrities to get crazy with this mm-hmm. stuff. Cause it's like, it could be a lot. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, you know, I mean, how do you respond to that 50,000 times? Yeah. Well, guess what? Michael Jackson did. <laughs> Yo, yo, every time he got an "I love you," he replied every single time. Yo, I could not honestly. Wow, a person. He was definitely different from. He was, you know, you've heard the saying, "Cut from a different cloth." Than the other guys. I mean, this dude was like every time that these people would scream. Mike, we love you. He, I love you. Every, I, they would say, Mike, we love you. And then somebody else would say, Mike, we love you. And he'd be like, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Every time. And it was like, y'all, stop. <laughs> like, oh. to be real, it wasn't even like, y'all, stop. It was like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Damn, man. Like, this guy's trying to buy some shoes. Yeah. Stop it already. You know, and um, there was a girl, I remember this one young girl and she was crying 
like a baby. Yeah. Like emotional breakdown. Very emotional. She said, uh, Michael, let me in. Mike, please let me in. And he was like, oh my God, I can't. He was having like a conversation, like explaining. Yeah. Most of the celebrities, I mean, won't even look at you after they asked you for a, a shoe. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he was like, you know, oh, I'm sorry. And, you know, apologizing. I can't, you know, this and that. And when the girl's tears became a little overbearing, like when it was like, just like, yeah. you know, you know, this girl's gonna faint or something. Yeah. He told security, open the gates. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> open the gates. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, it looked like uh, the flood, like, I mean. Like Black Friday shopping? Oh, it, it looked, that's a great way to say it. it. When the people came, and it was, it was, I'm, he, it was obvious that he's dealt with this obviously all through his life and that he knew what he had to do. Yeah. He had yeah, to he find was... something that was stable and hold on to it because <laughs> yeah. he was going to be taken yeah. with this flood if he didn't. I'm sure he's probably yeah. been taken before. Yeah. <laughs> so he grabbed onto one rack and he grabbed onto another rack and the flood of people came. And they opened that gate, the flood of people came, he held onto the racks. And they literally, I mean, it looked like, you ever seen like a tree, uh, you in know, the hurricane in, 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 the, in, the, in the river as the flood, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a tsunami's going through, yeah. and they're just kind of like swaying. It's and bobbing, trying to, but it's not breaking. But it's not, yeah. that was Michael Jackson. <laughs> and he was, everybody was pulling on him and giving him kisses, and, <laughs> and I was like, this is why, this is why these people, you know, something, yeah. you know, get like this, you know, yeah. I mean, imagine that every day, you know, and I mean, he kissed everybody and hugged everybody, and there was a lot of people. Wow. Yes. So yeah. that made me see Michael Jackson in a different, a different light. light. I was, was like, like you said, he was coming with different clothes. Yeah, he was, it, he was definitely, I mean, at least that day, he was super kind to his fans and everything. My last little bit of Mike Jackson, he was walking out, we all kind of in the store wanted, you know, a picture, something. Something to remember him yeah. by. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did get a picture. But it, on his way out, he was like, um, he was walking out and I was maybe like five feet from him. And I said, Mr. Jackson, he turns around. His securities, you know, trying to get him to go. Yeah. You know, they're pulling at his shirt. He turns around and says, yes. And I said, uh, uh, never mind. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. Never mind. You know, you're being pulled by your security. He's like, he's like, are you, are you sure? You sure? And he's like asking me like, you okay? Yeah. And so honest, like, it bugged me out to think about that recording that I saw. Yeah. And he, like, this dude is like, I could fucking grab him right now and. Put him in a chokehold if I wanted to, <laughs> yeah, you, you know. You had that type of access. To yes, yeah. um, and it was just kind of tripping me out, and I was just like, "But you said uh, they're trying the, to get him out of yeah, here." Yeah, just get, go. Go ahead, don't go. worry about it. Um, we uh, later on we got the picture. You got the picture uh, um, because um, we figured some stuff out with the security. So okay. that, that was uh, so it was nice dope. It was a crazy thing. Listen, wow. I see Michael Jackson. Y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs>
Y'all, y'all know what it is. Bruce Beats and Needs, where you get them inside Michael Jackson stories. <laughs> we got Rod in here. That was the Beats portion. Let's get into this Eats. Just in time. The pizzas just come through. Y'all stay tuned. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, we have reached the Eats portion. This portion is brought to you by WVCC, Scythe Life Radio. Or should I say Scythe Life? Because if I didn't, H would get on my case. But nonetheless, Scythe Life Radio on the Twitch app, two nights a week, 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Tune in for the dopest interviews, hip-hop interviews, hip-hop music, um, get involved with the Twitch app and you can, you can jump in the chat. There's always some in- educating, entertaining conversation on there as well. Uh, that's also the place where, like I said earlier, you will find the live stream, Kendall versus Hialeah, or Kendall VZ Hialeah. And um, yeah, man, shouts to H. Shouts to everybody involved, the, old, the whole SFMG. Um, with that, let's get into this Eats segment. This is the segment where we get to know our guests food taste, um, what they came up eating, what they can't live without, what they don't want or what they don't like. We could do that too. Um, whether they get busy in the kitchen or not, that's always an entertaining question as well. Um, Ronald, um, growing up, what was it, the, the staple? Um, so, you know, I come from a Dominican household, so, and we're, you know, my mom didn't veer off much from the traditional the traditional you know the plate, traditional yeah. plate or bowl because we ain't out of bowls <laughs> yes um so like i you know i you know we didn't eat i well i didn't eat um like bagels and cream cheese for yeah. breakfast yeah, yeah you know i had mango yeah. i had huevo con salami or eggs if I had breakfast, yeah, you know, <laughs> um, you know that that's if I even had some breakfast, you know. Yeah. Uh, my mom was a single mother, so you know yeah. she worked early and came home late, you know. Gotcha. Um, but one of the things that I always did have, right? Because even though my mom was a single mother and maybe she couldn't make the mango every morning with the eggs and yeah. stuff like that. One thing that I know my mom did not miss on was my white rice, black uh, my white rice, red beans, yeah. and chicken. Yeah. All right, That's listen, if you, you if you Dominican, you <laughs> ate white rice, black. I mean, uh, I keep saying black beans. You know, here's that Miami. <laughs> yeah. Um, but white rice, red beans, chicken every single day. Yeah. I mean, I ate that damn thing every single day. Without mercy. That Listen, was, man. That's if, what there was. That's what it was. If you ain't like it, then you're going to see hungry. You went hungry. Yeah. So there was, <laughs> I'm going to say, there was a couple of days, man. I, I cried myself to sleep, man. <laughs> hungry. Just to prove a point. You know? And it didn't you matter. Hungry. You went on a hunger strike. I went on a hunger strike. <laughs> Hoping that they would change the menu. No. <laughs> and you know what? And the next day, when I was like, because I went on that hunger strike, mm-hmm. I didn't eat it. You know what? I, you might look at it and throw the damn plate on the floor. Just to prove a point. Just to prove a point. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I did prove my point, but guess what? Next day, 
What, what, what we cook? What we eating tonight? <laughs> White rice, brown beans, and chicken, yeah. son. Yeah. That's what we eat. Yeah. That's what makes you strong. Yeah. You know, and that's what you will eat mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. And you know what? Now that I'm a little older, I love my white rice and my beans and my chicken. You know, I went to California and... <laughs> Talk about a food desert when it comes to that type of cuisine. Listen, you guys want to eat good food, come to Miami. Yeah. You know, you yeah. want to get a little bit of everything, go to Miami. I mean... California got good tacos. Yeah. I'll give you guys you that. You were saying earlier. You know, the they Mexican got great food. tacos. The Mexican food is good. But come to Miami, and you know what? We got good tacos, too. They don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. You know, we got good tacos, too. We got Mexicans out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a, a melting pot here where we have Colombian food, Puerto Rican. Um, Venezuelan. Venezuelan. Yeah, Venezuelans Peruvian are getting big. joints. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You, come on, man. You know, you you ever ate at uh, Rinconcito Nicaragua? Ni, uh, no, that's no. No, um, La Hormiguita. La Hormiguita de, de Oro. La de Oro, yeah. I mean, that's Nicaragua right there. That's I mean, Cayo breakfast. Pinto, Natilla, yeah. um, Carne Asada. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> listen, Little Havana, if you mm. haven't checked them out on Biscayne. Yeah. Cuban, like legit. Yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot more Cuban spots out there, no, but sure, you know, but sure. um, if I, you know, one of my main go-to white rice, beans, beans chicken. Yeah. Thank you, mommy. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, mommy. I'm, and, hey, mommy, but don't mommy. <laughs> I'm sorry for 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 all the years and <laughs> of doubting you. Yes, and you know what? Now that I'm older, I realize you are. You were, you, you are the truth. <laughs> <laughs> except, except for the one time, like as we said earlier, we, there was a, a while that we lived together. Um, there was one time where your mom, I, and, I, and later on I found out that this was something that was, that was more common than I realized it. But she whipped up some beans that had... Mustard? Spaghetti in them. Oh. And I'm like, why is there spaghettis? In the beans. What is this? Yeah. What is happening? Like, yeah. why would you do that? <laughs> is it, was it, um, Fideo, what was it, um, um, Fideo, 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 yeah, in yeah, the beans, yeah, it's yeah. regular pasta inside yeah. the, which is to me was so alien. Yes. And uh, I was like, what? And then later on, in, in talks with my own mother, I, I realized that that was something they also did yeah. to stretch the food out a little bit further. Where there was up. when they were growing up, coming up, one of thirteen, our, our parents being one or two of of thirteen kids. Yo, excuse me, hold on. I don't mean to cut. Whose whose beers are these? Are there anybody? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you can, yeah. Please do. Uh, excuse um, me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, uh, in order to stretch it out and have enough for the family. Um, they they would sometimes throw those uh, <laughs> they would throw those noodles in there just to kind of like stretch out the meal. Um, what is it something that you that you uh, you've learned to appreciate outside of the typical Dominican flair? Something that is like, yo, I could always go for, you know, X or blank. Um, Italian food. Gotcha. I love Italian food, man. I love the pasta, yeah. the carbs, man. The the <laughs> pastas, the bread, um, the sauces. Uh, one of my 
restaurants that I like here, actually, in the Orlando area is uh, Magianos. Okay. Down, uh, that's not downtown Orlando, but it's um, over there by Universal, wherever that is. Oh, the um, city plate? Is that the right? The city plate? Or I'm before not sure. you get to it's, I think it, yeah, it's Orlando for sure. Yeah, it's like okay. Orlando, Orlando, Magiano. It's a chain. Um, it's a big chain. Um, but they always have some good. They have a couple good Italian dishes gotcha. that I definitely like. I'm, I'm a big ziti. I like the mozzarella, the meat, and the red sauce. Really? You know? Okay. And then I, yes, I'll deal, I'll deal with the reflux later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, <clears throat> do you like cooking yourself? So, the answer, the quick answer is, I have not ever, I have not been a big cook okay. in the kitchen. Gotcha. Um, now, being domesticated and, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, now, you know, having the kids and the wife and, you know, and, um, uh, you know, having a house, you know, I find that I am very into uh, grilling. Gotcha. You know. I find myself looking up recipes. I'm looking up what's the next thing I can grill. Um, how can I make it? Um, I've been big into the smoking thing. Okay. Um, I don't even have a smoker. I have a grill where I I use a what's called a smoker tube. Okay. Look it up on Amazon if you like smoking. So a lot of people think that because they don't have a smoker, mm-hmm. they can't smoke. And I mean, you can't. It's not the, the 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 it's not the it's not the how do you say the um, the quintessential smoking smoker. experience. Yes, but but um, there's still a way for you to get that that smoky flavor into your meats into your grill. Right. Yeah. Um, go to Amazon. Get you uh, check out the smoking tube. There's plenty of reviews there to to you know guide you through uh, which one of the better ones. Right, um, and then you know you buy your 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 wood chip of choice, your wood pellets, and you you fill up that smoking tube. You get a little torch, light it up, and uh, it starts smoking. And um, you know, honestly, I started grilling not too long ago, and um, I'm always. On looking, the internet, looking for how to change my excellent. game, how to get it better. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Dope. That is excellent. Yeah, I really, really like. I I, I need to get on this. I want to get a onto the smoking. You know, like briskets. Yeah. I want to smoke something for sixteen hours. That's what I'm interested. Got gotcha. um, Yeah, man. So yeah, I'm into the smoking, man. So, uh, are you? A- I've always. That came from honestly. Um, if I can just go no, into no, this yeah, a little bit. You know, if you're in Miami, you know, go down 7th Ave, 135th. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if you're allowed to walk into that hood, I don't know if you're allowed or not. <laughs> yeah, you have you to know, check in with somebody. You know, if you know. got to check in. But <laughs> if you can make yourself, after you check in, get, <laughs> get down to 135th and 7th Avenue, King Jerk. Okay. There is a food truck barbecue guy there. I don't know his hours. Um, amazing barbecue ribs. I mean, I I try to stop every now and then at these joints, and he has one of the most meaty smoked ribs. Really. Um, One thirty fifth Seventh Avenue. Shout out to North Miami. North Miami, sure, sure. Are you a are you a big sweets guy? Do you get down with the desserts? So I like sweets. Yes, I mean I like sweets. Okay. However, 
uh, being a nurse, you know, I I have seen what the sweets do, mm, you know, the diabetes and, and things like that. So, I, don't get me wrong, I like my sweet stuff. I mean, and I sweet stuff a lot, but I try to control it, you gotcha, know. Um, gotcha. So since, yeah. you, since you're, you've, you know, become selective for that simple reason of you've been, you've noticed what they, what it can do. Yes. Um, what's the one thing that you will make room for, or you will make time for that's. Yeah. Um, Adre Leche. Really? Adre okay. Leche from, okay. um, Adre Le- uh, the Adre Leche from, um, what's this Dominican spot on, uh, 441. Mm. Um, is it typical? Pollo typical. Listen, guys, if you go to Pollo Tipico, get yourself a trailer. Listen, I, it doesn't matter. Like, if I'm in Pollo Tipico, that trailer is coming home. Yeah, yeah, it's coming home. You know, so. You could be full of the rest of the food they have yeah. there. And you're not leaving without that trailer. It's going in my pocket. It got to come home. You know. Um. Oh, also in Hialeah, there's a. I'm a sucker for a flan too, man. I like flan. Got you. So, um, Hialeah, which is, this is weird, man. <laughs> My dentist is in Hialeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wait, go ahead. I'm going to let you. All right, please. I, so I think I know where you're going with this. But so, go ahead. My dentist is in Hialeah. And uh, you know we don't we don't do fillings. They, she just pulls the shit out of my. She takes my teeth out anytime that's, I need a filling. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she uh, right next to her. There's a KFC. I want to say this is 103rd. Okay. There's a KFC there. Wait, this is the only KFC. That has flan as one of the desserts. The, flan is on the menu. Yeah. And let me tell you that it is the biggest piece of flan. That you can get. Um, <laughs> it, it is the biggest piece of flan that you can get. Um, man, delicious. And it, it's creamy. It's, I mean, it's... it's and considering uh, that it's like big chain flan. Yeah, like, and, and, and it's not. Because, you know, the KFC doesn't make No, that's true. I guess so. So you, you know this is... Milagro. Yeah. You know, it's a chain KFC owned by some Cuban. Yeah. That, decided you know, to bring in that dessert. The flan. And this lady probably brings flan every week. Wow. And they cut it up and sell it. And, sell it. and let me tell you, it's big cuts, creamy. <laughs> Listen, that while you're listening to that Hialeah versus Kendall, and you in Hialeah, get yourself a piece of that flan. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> KFC. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know what's crazy? It's like I, I, one of the things that I've had the conversations with people about, uh, just not necessarily on the podcast, but just in general. Um, you know, KFC. You y'all remember the KFC desserts like back in the day? The pudding. They, they were the parfait cups. They were, oh, the, they, they, were the little, they were the little parfait cups. They had like a strawberry shortcake one. It came with a foil lid. You peeled the foil mm-hmm. off, yeah. and it had some shortcake at the bottom. Uh, some whipped cream, some strawberries, whatever, and then some more whipped cream, and maybe something on top, You're like some shavings. Or something. I feel like I remember that. And then they had the chocolate ones that has a, the pudding. Yes, that had the pudding, yes. like a crumble. Yes, Bro. delicious. Yo, the chocolate one. The, Shout out to Albita. My cousin Albita used to work on the one sixty third KFC. He used to bring me all types of chicken. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
by the golden yeah, blades interchange. Yeah, bro, that's back in the day. But yeah, so it's a so it's funny that you bring up um, the flan from KFC, um, and uh, and and I and I'm thinking back to the time. I'm like, yo, wait a minute, KFC. KFC used to have these desserts. Oh. And I don't think they even exist anymore. No, they don't. I don't even think they, they exist. Don't. They don't. But yeah. KFC. Yeah, man. Put that back on the menu. Not that I would show up anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming. Let you, the world you, experience. You might show up for that. Put that. That flan. Just to kind the of give, go yeah. back. You yeah, know? yeah. A little bit of nostalgia. Maybe yeah. the flan. I mean, oh, the flan? The flan? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I go back from one of those parfaits. No? But I think more people just should to kind of take it back. Stuff. You know what I Just kind of want to Maybe, go back. Yeah, just to get yeah, the memory. Do the memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open it up and be like, dang. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I love shit like that, man. It, yeah, it's true. I, I really love like having a little glimpse of, mm-hmm. if I see something, man, you know, like, yeah, like if you witnessed, like you like, oh, I remember used to having the, I used to have these ice creams when I was young. Let me, you know, yes. let me go back. Yeah, exactly. You know what I have noticed recently, Sorry. as of late, I think uh, recently, most recently, I uh, I brought, I bought a, a box of Apple Jacks. They were like, buy one, that one. Uh, see, like, something like that. And, I, and for the sole, the sole purpose of like, all right, let's try it. You know, it's been a minute. I remember Apple Jacks was, you know, one of yeah. the popular cereals. I found that, that it I wasn't. I doing shit like that. It wasn't as sweet. As the ones in the pack. Back in the day. To me, it seemed like they had toned oh, down the sugar, the amount of sugar in it. Yeah, which I guess is a good thing. Taste buds change, though. Yeah. So you're saying he's getting older, or? Like, that I'm, yeah, it's, it's all me. It's not, it's not the recipe. It's all in your head, man. <laughs> <laughs> Taste buds change, baby. I, apparently. You know, I'm going to blame the beer as I take another <laughs> sip of this uh, tropical vibe. Is that the tropical one? That's a mm-hmm. good one. I had the hops, the uh, severe hop. You had the, the, the Hefeweizen. Oh, number three. Yeah, yeah. Um, damn. Yeah, we, we, we talked it up, Ronald. Um, yes. We got to know you, your experiences, your journey through the medical field. Um, we talked, we actually sampled brews. You sampled the beers. You gave us your thoughts on them. You ranked them for us. Since we're talking about number three, the Hefeweizen. Um, we talked music, man. You gave us a hell of a story when it came to uh, meeting the king of pop, God rest his soul. And uh, and yeah, man, we just we just talked food, man. We got to know, you know, what you came up eating the, the dishes that you always go back to, um, and, and, and you know, and the desserts that you make the room for whenever you're in the mood for a dessert. Oh, by the way, hold on, hold, whoa, whoa, whoa! One thing I always make room for. Now that you mentioned that, okay. I'm sorry, I'm a little off topic here. No, no, you Listen, um, Dominican cake. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Every party I go to, it could be like 500 white people there, and I will ask them, "Is that cake? Is that cake Dominican cake?" You always hold then, out. You hold out hope that for some reason. <laughs> and then when they say no, I just go on to what I was doing before. Yeah, you know. And but if it, it could be any cake, and I'll probably be like, no, nah, I'm good. No, yeah. If it's Dominican cake, I'm with you. Um, yeah. We, we're gonna we're gonna do yes. this. You yes. know. This is gonna be so, a group experience. So Dominican cake. Um, I think my aunt. Uh, makes a lot of Dominican cake in New York. Shout out to Tata. Okay, so, so, <laughs> like I said, as always, Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. Once again, I'd like to thank my guest, Ronald, for taking the time sitting down and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in yet another week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. All streaming platforms. YouTube got the audios. Videos once a month. And um, yeah, man, keep up with me on IG at Bruce Beats, the letter N Eats. 
And this was an episode, and we're done. Be good. Peace.